You're listening to Big Blend Radio's Cooking with Ruth show, featuring Ruth Milstein, author of the Gourmand award-winning recipe book, Cooking with Love, Ventures into the New Israeli Cuisine. It's time for soups and stews and that good, heartwarming, just good food that just makes us feel comfy and cozy and warm. And Ruth is going to be talking to us today about pumpkin soup with an Asian twist. How are you, Ruth? Very good. I'm ready. I know. Ready this is exciting. Soup. Do you like fall, the fall season? I like the fall, yes. We're changing uh, leaves. We're changing mm. food. We're changing clothing. We're changing... Um, we meeting friends, more friends, because the weather, it's nice. I like it. Yeah, I think and it's a little change. A change is good, and then the food. Change is good. I mean, when you have soups and stews and casseroles and kind of hot food, just makes everyone feel good, you know? Yes. Comfy. Yeah, because it's and, hot. Uh, it's hot. Hot mm-hmm. food makes you feel better. Yeah, it's got to, your, your insides feel comfy and we want to be cozy and um, your recipe pumpkin soup with an Asian twist everyone the recipe is up on blend radio and tv.com you can also find the link directly to it in the show notes no matter where you're listening to the podcast whether it's YouTube or Spotify um, etc etc we're on all those platforms Um, but this this I want to go to the pumpkin part because when I go in and I look at a grocery store there's like a gazillion Pumpkins. Um, what kind of pumpkin would you use for this? Uh, first of all, I take a fresh. Fresh. Always. The fresh one. The fresh one. And you can um, take it in your hand in the, the thicker one, the heavy one. The heavy one is the fresher one. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And so are you going to do the big pumpkin or would you go get like um, those little ones or can you use... Like a, would you use butternut the, squash? Uh, I would say no. the medium size. Medium size. Mm-hmm. Medium size is the best. Okay. Too loud. Too loud. Too loud. You want, depends the quantity. If you want more, take two one. Two. Well, you're using, you say you do one pound can peeled and chopped into one inch cubes. So you're weighing yes. that on a scale, like a, yes. a pound of it. Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. Any tips on actually cutting those things open and getting them? <laughs> you de-seed them? Do you ever well, say you need good knife. Good knife. Good knife. Very, it's, very, it's very important. It's easier for you. You don't cut yourself. People scare of knife, but it's not mm. true. If yeah, the knife don't... is sharp, you won't, cut, you won't cut yourself. You cut yourself only if the knife is it's not sharp. Yeah, well, I've, I have a friend, a chef, um, Jeremy, he always says, a dull knife is a dangerous knife. <laughs> He's yeah. always having a right. Now, one thing I've learned is do not put your good knives in a dishwasher because they will ruin your knives. No way. No way. Oh. Ruin it. No. Okay, so do you, you wash your knives, your good knives. I wash then, my knife and I put it back. And then do you... um Sharpen your own knives? Um, I bought safe, nice safe. And I, I he gave me some tool that you can mm-hmm. buy it. It's not so expensive. 
dress and shop it. Right. Like roundy, long one. Okay. If, if you see the butcher has it also, like a long one, roundy, mm-hmm. you can buy it. You can buy yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. Also. It's good to keep them sharp yes, because good. that's the thing. Yes. So yeah. I'll, I'll keep it sharp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Keep your fingers away from the blade. <laughs> Curl your uh, fingers in. Yes. If you buy all all the knives, you have to be careful. But they mm-hmm. give you, they give you wrap and everything. You you, you can. It's okay. Mm. It's okay. Um, usually when they, you buy a bunch of them, they have a cover and everything. Mm. Nobody so I like it. the covers because they kind of keep them. Yes. Yeah, that's a smart thing. They keep them clean. You don't have to wash them. It's time. You wash them, you put them aside. When you want to use them, it's ready. Mm. Don't, wash, I like don't that. have to wash them or something. Yeah. And yeah. you don't have to worry about kids putting your hands in. With knives and things, you know. No, but, um, they won't do that. They won't do that. Now, the, the other ingredient, I'm going to go through mm-hmm. the ingredients of your recipe here because I think this is fantastic for, you know, Thanksgiving even, all the way through, you know, to winter. You know, this is a, this is like one of those soups. Uh, but you, what you do is you have this Asian flavor to it. So, you know, we have pumpkin soup, but you're adding, I want to go through the vegetables you have. Um, pumpkin. You have one sweet potato. So, Ruth, yeah, the potato, sweet potato. The potato is so good. The potato mm. adds so much. The sweet potato, and it's so healthy. Mm. It's so good healthy. fiber, and it's not so much. Yeah, but it's not so much uh, sugar there. It's one sweet potato. Mm. One sweet so potato. So not overdone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you one have carrots. Potato. You have four medium carrots in there. Um, yes. you chop yes. those up into cubes. And then um, it's got, you've got two large onions. Do you care if they're white yes. or red? Does it does it matter? Uh, no. Which color? No. Okay. No. And then you've got, let's see, you've got two large onions, five cloves of garlic. Garlic has to go in everything. Garlic is the most garlic, important thing. Garlic is so healthy. Garlic is health. Garlic is antibiotic. Mm. It's very good for you. I know people that take garlic every day before they go mm-hmm. to sleep. Then yep. Yeah, they said it's good Every for you. And then you got two scallions. <laughs> scallions, scallions. So those are those little onions. Uh, scallion is the little onion the long, with the long uh, green, you know? Yeah. Green one. So you, yes. you use the green part the, the, for the... Um, so I use the green, green one also. Yeah, the green one is very tasty. And it's yeah, not, and you uh, put it at the top, like the garnish. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I cut it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So nice let's color. see. Nice color. We're gonna. Invite s- we've got some good um, seasonings too. You've got curry powder, thyme leaves, salt, white pepper, not black pepper. There is a difference, and it does taste different. Yes. Fresh grated mm-hmm. ginger. So you go to the fresh versus powdered ginger for this. Gin- yeah, powdered ginger, fresh, fresh. It's very healthy, also. Very, very healthy. Yeah. Ginger is, oh, I love ginger. It's, it's, and it's a good yeah. season for it, too. Olive oil. Smelly. I know you love uh, olive oil. Coconut milk. Olive oil. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Olive oil. We have it all year. All of us. Yeah, it's good. We don't have healthy. olive oil. I it's, don't know. You, you use a lot of olive oil? Yes. On everything. Yeah. Salads. Okay. Yeah. I, I put the date. 
on the bottom. Oh, so you look at the date. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, go, it can go bad? No, but uh, it's for me. For me, I want to know how long. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I put it there. Yeah. But you know, Ruth, it's like wine for us. All of oil and wine go really mm-hmm. fast. <laughs> garlic, <laughs> garlic, mushrooms, olives, cheese, wine, olive oil. Those things don't last in the house for us. They go in, they come out. That's it. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, I, I don't know when you go shopping if it ever changes, you know, but all of good olive oil is like, hey, you get all these different flavors now too, because they infuse them with things, but you can get, you know, some that taste nutty, which I think would be good for the soup. Um, that kind of nutty flavor it's that an olive oil. It's special soup. Otherwise, buy the regular one. You don't have to pay double, and it's just yeah. good. That's good. You don't you don't know what they're going to add. Yeah, that's you go to small. I like to go to smaller places. You know, like farm. You know, mm-hmm. there's um, Olive Creek Mill in Arizona. They sent us some uh-huh. olive oil. Oh, yes, uh-huh. Ruth. It's so much better. It was good really? olive oil. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because it was they. they do their own olive trees they do their own olive they um bake they make soap they do everything from olives i mean this is like a whole huge olive business they have a bakery they use olive oil for baking instead of you know everything else they they use olive oil yeah i've made cakes with olive oil before and it works it works and i would um, try i would try Yeah, yeah, because it's healthier mm-hmm. sometimes. You know, if you don't want to use butter, which we all love butter, right? But um, this is an alternative, especially if people are vegan. And so a lot of recipes you can do that with. And, and maybe some people will use like bananas and things like that for some extra, you know, because that, that also makes things moist, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm interested that you're using curry. Well, we love curry powder. I have to say, though, Ruth, I would add. What you cook? Can I add some turmeric to this recipe? Just because I would. Turmeric, I use turmeric. I use turmeric, but uh, it's it's strong. You have to know how much to use. Oh, see, that would be. I'd be in trouble. Turmeric, if if you cook Indian or something, turmeric is good. Depends what you cook. With this recipe, would you put just a little bit? Uh, This recipe, you can. You can, yes. Okay. The, the, Just a little the, bit. You know why? Because there is curry. Yeah, curry mm-hmm. is very strong, so you can use turmeric, yes. Mm-hmm. Just you a can. little bit, because it's good yes. for you, and it's and I love it. Yes. And then, oh, and you you could even do the fresh turmeric. I got yes. fresh Only turmeric. Fresh. Only fresh. Oh, Only fresh. Yeah, like the ginger. I can't get but, it in my, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get it, yes. Oh, you can get fresh turmeric everywhere. Melissa's yeah. produce. Yeah. Yep, they have it. It's cool. Um, What about coconut milk? So that also kind of makes it more of an Asian feel, right? Having the coconut milk, so it's not over creamy. So coconut is great. Coconut is great. I can use it. Coconut, coconut is good. Can use it with everything. With everything, Mm. the calorie will be high. But depends what you're making. With the pumpkin, coconut is go great. Exactly. Okay. 
And how many, how many going to eat? I mean, it's not available all year round. Just make it and enjoy it. Now, Ruth, we can I just say all year yes. the coconut milk? I, you yes. know those ice cream sandwiches? Those little, yes. you know. Yeah, well, yes. I had ones made with coconut milk. Yes. And they were much lighter and they were absolutely delicious. I'm just going to really? say that. Oh, yeah. I didn't think I was like, oh, it's not going to be, you know, like yeah. ice cream. Yeah. It was really good and much healthier. Really? Yes. I wish I remembered less, what the brand less was. Less calorie, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. less calorie, healthier, and um, they were quite delicious. And I would mm-hmm. like one now, but <laughs> I'm talking about it. But actually, it's cold, so actually the soup is is better. But I I love this. You know, how do you know when to use white pepper versus black pepper? Is it just because it's a it's because it is a different taste? A depends what you cook, and look also to the color of the food. Oh. Okay. Like okay, uh, I get salad, it. regular salad, like sa- regular salad, like tomato and this. I try to lose white. Mm. Yes. Or for cooking, it... like cooking with water, you know, soup and everything, you can use black. Because mm. anyway, it's got to be mishmash. I mean, you will see the color. And use less okay. because the black is such a stronger. Mm. Yeah, it is strong. I like it. I, longer, yeah. I, I like less. All of you can add. You can add. Oh, that's right. That's right. Now you have sour cream, but that's for the end, right? That's what you put at the end in the yes, soup. Yeah, depends what you cook. Yes, depends what you cook. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's go through how to make this. So you say you start with a large pot and then you, you do the oil and you saute the onion in the oil first. That's the first Yes. One. All, all, yeah. Usually we try to start with the onion. Okay. With the onion. And then the garlic yes. and the ginger. The garlic. And the mm-hmm. ginger. And then carrots. It's already. Carrots, yeah. 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 Oh, man. You know Depends what? Depends on I... the size of the carrot also. Mm. You know how long to work on it. Yeah. So you got the carrots, mm. the pumpkin, the sweet potato, and then you put boiling water. So I didn't yeah. know that. I would have just thrown the water in there and let it all boil that way. But you start with the no. boiling water. It's going to be mismatch. No, 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 no. Because once it's once it's going to be too co- too cooked. I mean, uh, it, it's going to be like yeah, going to lose... over, overcook, overcook. Uh-huh. You lose all you lose all the taste and all the flavor. No, that's a really smart thing because a good soup. You know, you can you can. Yes, cook a soup a for a while, but you want to keep the flavors. I mean, a good soup. Yeah, the flavor I mean, how many... and the mm. crunch. The crunch is very important. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. If if you can, if it's a little bit. Uh, I don't. I don't like with the vegetable. It's like um, you know, mush. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels. But it feels like it came like, out I of a can. It. I won't eat it. This well, if, if eat it, it feels. Yeah, if it feels like it yeah. came out of a can, you know what I mean. Yes. That's I only that's the texture. I want it to be fresh, but there's an integrity to the vegetables, right? Like having the you want to be able to taste the pumpkin. You want it to you want to taste, and then still have like it's it's all different textures and textures a huge part of food. 
you know, it is, it's, it's, you know, huge. So you're going to cook all these, get them going. And then you add thyme. Thyme is always good. Then you add curry powder, the coconut milk, salt and pepper. And then you process it all. You put it into the food processor. So now it's got a nice texture. And so, yeah. So that way you're not losing the flavor of the vegetables. That's cool. And then Mm -hmm. you heat it some more. Yummy. And so you're really using this. I'm listening. No, no, I was going to say, say that again. It it just sounds so easy to do. And most of the ingredients you have it at home, except the pumpkin. I believe that most of the ingredients you have it at home. Mm -hmm. It can't go wrong. It can't go wrong. I, you know. And today. Yes, I'm listening. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm listening to you. I said, uh, um, because I get uh, sometimes uh, people ask me, um, they, they keep kosher. Keep kosher because I have a lot of friends that keep kosher and all this. Um, mm-hmm. Today there is cream that is not dairy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That they can use it. That they can use it. Mm-hmm. Use it instead oh. of regular, like, uh, regular cream. Even okay, but... Recipe. So if you're kosher, you don't use cream? No. Uh, if you're kosher, if you kosher, there is some recipe that there is like um, meat or chicken and you can use cream because the cream is dairy. But today there is cream that oh, is not dairy. I see. That's right. I remember and you teaching us before that you don't mix meat yeah. and dairy. So if you're having, yes. so if you have chicken salad, you don't want to yes. have Parmesan and the chicken, right? It's separate. Oh. Oh. But today there is non-dairy milk. Non-dairy uh, cream, not milk. Non-dairy cream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you can do and that. So that way it's them. got, yes. ooh, if you keep, that's If good. you keep kosher. If you keep kosher, yeah, everyone, it depends on everyone's beliefs. So you serve this with a nice toasted fresh bread. Ooh, sourdough yes. comes to mind. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Mm. Fresh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Say something with a, the bread. Do you ever bake? <laughs> fresh bread. Do you ever, do you ever I break? I bake all that? the time. I bake all Ooh. the time. I love mm. to bake. It's, you know, I think it's part of the beauty of, of this season is baking. Yes. You know, and a fresh yeah. bread. You, you know, Nancy, remember yeah. how she would make that bread that you didn't have to knead and um, it would rise up and then you freeze it and then you bake, you know, it was awesome. And it would go sourdough too. And then she would put herbs in it. Like sometimes we had rosemary bread. Sometimes we had like, you know, all these different things. And it was so delicious, man. Just, you know, I know my body probably said you're not supposed to have that much bread, but I don't really care. If there I is nothing bread, like bread. fresh bread. Nothing mm. like fresh bread. Oh. And it's hot out of the oven with a nice crust, soft in the middle, and just amazing <laughs> butter. And then put some cheese with the butter because it's all dairy. You can do that. It's kosher. Once it's okay. a month. It's okay. Once a month. Why are you limiting me, Ruth? Once a month. <laughs> yes, once a month. <laughs> oh, no. I just bring it every day. It's okay. Like a good bagel, yeah. right? A bagel. Like yeah. a good bagel. Like a toasted. Bagel is, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Okay, wait. So if you're kosher, can you have lox and cream cheese on a bagel? Lox, lox is not meat. Lox is uh, fish. So would that be I, kosher I, or no? You, you, because it's not, it's not shellfish. Uh, I, can, I can eat it with, with cheese, with dairy. Okay. Because it's fish. Mm. Fish wow. going with dairy is okay. Okay. But you can't, you're not, the, but you don't do shrimp. Like you wouldn't eat shrimp because that's not. I don't eat shrimp at all because shrimp is not kosher. Okay. See, you always give us a lesson. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, no, no, but it's always interesting. But I'm and excited. For, up, I just, the other thing I wanted to touch on before you go is the importance of making your own soup. Because if you go look uh, at soup in the you know grocery store and you buy those cans, read yeah. the back of them. I mean, those cans, you know that stuff has been sitting in that can for how many years? I don't know, months, years? At least a year. At least a year. And so there's times where you need those. So it's good to have on hand in case like COVID hits or something and then we all need food. Yeah. But... um from what I looked on them, it looks like you can get low sodium, but it's still full of sodium and it's full of artificial ingredients. It's, it's not, it, no, don't do it. Don't get the little packets that you add water to. I mean, sometimes you have to in a fix or, a, you know, quick, you need it quick, especially moms and dads that are super busy. Um, but to make your own soup, it's kind of a nice process better. too. Yeah. It's a nice process. Maybe the kids can help. Um, you know, and I don't know, it's healthier if you do it on your own than buy it, right? Like Absolutely. Soup is soup is not how to make. It's not how to make. I I used to do them a lot in crock pots. That's how I did soups. Crock pots. And, you know, you could either say, "Okay, it's going to be a soup or that's nah, still it's going to be a stew you know whatever you want but a crock pot man but the problem is the house smells like good food all day long yes. and if you work from yes. home yeah then you just want to yeah. eat all day like that's the only that's the problem but a crock pot for someone's what, busy yay and you know what you didn't say the pot because you put it yeah you cooked it yeah yeah mm-hmm have you done Instapot? What? Those Instapots, the Instapot. Have you seen those where they're like, um, you know, the, you know, those, um, I don't know, pressure cookers, but they're like little pots. The first and... cookers, uh, no, but I bought a nice say, a few years ago, like five, five of them, different sizes. And I'm happy oh, with yeah. him. Oh, yeah, cool. it came from the far, it came from the far east, but I don't know. They didn't uh, sell it to the United States, and I oh, had wow. to buy them through here. I have to buy them through Israel, like mm. order it from Israel, and this uh, sell it to me, uh, ship it to me. Oh and man, I, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, but this was like few years ago, and I'm still watching. I was still uh, using them. The head mm. a little bit. I'm happy with them. Mm. Man, the five, I, uh, yeah, five different uh, sizes. 
I think it's part of who we are as as human beings. You know, if you even think about when we were back as cave people, we used to put things and cook underground, like in a pot. We made pots. Yes. Soup is like the oldest part of being human. You know, it is. In South Africa, we made what was called poiki kos. A poiki is a pot, Mm -hmm. kos is food. So it's like pot food. And they would put it in a pot, like a Dutch oven. They would cook it underground. Some people would put it on top or, you know, on top of the flames and cook it all day long. And it's like gumbo, almost like what they do in Louisiana. But everybody had their recipes and sometimes it's got chicken or it's got this, you know, but it's like a big stew or a soup, you know, but it was mostly kind of a stew thing. But it was like a famous thing. But, you you know, everybody had a different poikikos. It's like. It came from really, you're on the farm and you use what you have. You put it in the pot. You look, hey, I got this. I got this. These are my spices. Put them in there accordingly. You know, and I think that's it. There's something nice also just sitting and, you know, when you think about making soup, you know, make the house nice and warm, you know, maybe, you know, set a fire if you have a fireplace or put the heat up a little bit. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Put some nice music on. And the smell. And then chop, chop the away. But be careful of your fingers if you're drinking wine and chopping. Just saying. Um, but, you know, kind of maybe in, slow down for a simple meal. Slow down and enjoy the chopping process. If you can't meditate, this might be part of a good way of meditating, don't you think, Ruth? Just to kind of have some... Calm, quiet time. Mm-hmm. If you have this, you do that. Mm-hmm. You have now, the patience to do that. <laughs> well, patience is good now, Ruth. Patience is always good, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but now, when we look at what to eat or drink with this, I kind of feel like a nice glass of white wine would go well with this, I think. Just Why something light. Yeah, wine is good. It's all the time good for everybody. If they know how to drink, they don't abuse it. Wine is good. Mm-hmm. It's always good. It, it, wine is it, it's food. What is wine? What it's made from? Yeah, grapes. From we food. love grapes. From food. Yeah, from food. Mm-hmm. If people don't abuse it, it's great. Mm-hmm. Don't abuse the grape. Yeah, you know. Don't abuse it. <laughs> like yeah. any other food. Any other other food? <laughs> if you it, we get fat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like I a love chocolate. it. Like a chocolate. <laughs> oh, listen! If you drink your soup and your wine and you stay to your wine, then you get to have the piece of chocolate after the dark chocolate. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> With sea salt. <laughs> I like. I like it. I like it. Dark chocolate, sea salt, it's not and going orange together, but it, it is. It is. Oh, it always chocolate goes with everything. Ruth, thank you again for another fun chat. Everyone, Ruth's here every third Sunday. Uh, Keep up with her at ruthmilstein.com and us at bigblendradio.com. Like I was saying earlier, the link to the recipes in the show notes. I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. And Ruth is always cooking up something special in her kitchen. And we love every every time we get to chat with her because she reminds us to Maybe not buy the frozen pizza every night and get out there and try something once new. Once in a while, and... it's okay. Okay, once in a while, it's okay. 
once. Yeah, we can sometimes eat it. Need it. Once a while. Yeah. I mean, it's always <laughs> good to have a pizza in the freezer. You know, it's, uh, you know, Nan- you know, as Nancy and I travel the country, you know, full time. So we sometimes that's our, our life is a lot of pizza, just depending on what's going on. But when we were traveling a lot, but, you know, living in a normal home as normal people do, when we traveled, we always left pizza in the freezer, right? And yeah, you always yeah, made sure you had wine. Yeah. And if you have leftover pizza, you can have it for breakfast. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't matter what time you come home, you can throw a pizza in the oven and have food. Mm -hmm. I don't care what time of day it is, night, morning, Mm -hmm. who cares? Pizza is the ultimate food. And if the electricity goes off and the pizza defrosts and, and maybe you just have cheese, unless it's like for 10 years, that's bad. But, you know, <laughs> it's not a big deal. It isn't. It's okay. But, um, it's it's okay. so preserved. They always say, don't defrost the pizza before you put it in the oven. Oh, come on. Um, and really, the pepperoni, that stuff is so pickled and preserved. Like, and, you know, it's salted. It That stuff's not going to go off for a day. Like, honestly, when you think about it, Ruth, the things on the pizza are so preserved. That it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, but I know Ruth's going, that's not kosher, is it? That's not kosher. Meal. It's okay. Oh, it's no okay. pepperoni on the pizza. You can have the cheese, everybody. but no, no pepperoni and cheese. Just stick with mm-hmm. the cheese. There we go. And mushrooms. No, that's where you get in trouble. Mushrooms are do great with pizza. Oh, I tried. But it. if you're, I tried. Yep. Good. Oh, I good. love yeah. mushrooms. I learned. I learned to, because Nancy and I like to make our own pizza. We like making pizza. And mm-hmm. and sometimes if you're not doing your own dough, you can buy dough stuff or whatever. But we do flatbread or um, like non-bread little ones. And mm-hmm. you can get the bigger ones and do our own. Like you put your own like pizza sauce or whatever. You know, you can you can make your own or do whatever you want. And sometimes just olive oil even. But I learned to saute the onions, garlic, and mushrooms lightly, not not completely. Saute them a little bit so the flavors come out and so they're not drying off in the oven. Then you put it on the dough part. Then you put your cheese and put it in, like fresh basil. and Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. You said it. I like it. I like all this. Fresh Mm. basil. I just harvested a bunch of tomatoes and fresh basil where we are. And, um, I mean, bundles of it, Ruth. Bundles. And all these tomatoes. A lot. lot. It's that time of year where everybody's got that last harvest in their garden, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's um, Mm -hmm. go get it and and make sauce, make soup Mm -hmm. with the tomatoes, you know, and the basil. Ooh. Yeah. Basil is great. Great. Just to just have to keep it in the fridge, you know, right in the right way, and that's it. Or dry it, you know. Or dry it. Dry it also mm-hmm. is good. Right. Do it's you... keep it's keep it's keep like eighty ninety percent what you want to get from them. Okay, I have a weird question about all these tomatoes. So I've done this before. I remember one birthday I said, okay, I'm going to make my own tomato sauce. I think you remember this because I, I remember you sent me the turmeric and everything. It was the same birthday. And um, I'm going to make my own tomato sauce. 
and I got the Roma tomatoes. I blanched them. I learned how to blanch tomatoes. And listen, that's, that's, that's a whole other like show on that. Um, holy cow. That was some craziness. Like you can get hurt, but I had fun doing it. And, um, I blanched them and then I chopped them all up and put them into the crock pot and just slow simmered this sauce and put basil and all kinds of good herbs and spices and it was good but like Ruth this was an all day production so now my question to you is can we change things can we take tomatoes chop them up put them in a food processor instead of the can we bypass the blanching and then heat up the tomatoes because like the, the, the amount of work that goes into making a tomato sauce it's like you know, you could go buy a jar of it for cheaper than what you've done for hours. You know what I mean? So, but it's really good to jar. fresh. You see, that's I would buy the jar. Saying that. Yep. Buy the jar. Uh, you know why? Why? Because the tomato is not fresh. They go to the freezer for 10 months. All the food oh. is food, and most of the vegetables going to the freezer to make the you sauce. You can eat you eating fruit. I don't eat food anymore. Most of the food huh. is from the freezer. It's freezer. Mm. No, Some but I mean, food, if you had your own fresh garden tomatoes from the garden. Oh, these two different things. Yeah, I'm talking about from the garden. Oh, from the yeah. garden. Okay. Yeah. If you're doing the garden, can I you take to, like I would stick to the tomato. I would stick to the tomato. Yeah, would you put them in the food processor before you make them into a sauce, so you can you know yes. turn it into a sauce, or would you do the blanching of it all, and then you know cut them up and then cook them? Which one? Which way would you go? Like just to save on time, because I mean the tomato thing can take you all day. From your garden, you know, and it's cool. I think it's a cool process and it's exciting to do something like that. But like, you can't do that every day if, unless that's what you do. <laughs> what I mean? You're talking about the process. Uh, I have a question. Do you use the seed? No, no, no. I'm talking about fresh from your garden. Fresh tomatoes. Yes, you harvest, you like, I just did this in, in, in a friend's place where harvest all these tomatoes, all kinds of tomatoes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we're going to make a sauce. And I'm, and I remember doing it before, but I, when I did it before, I bought them from a store. Not as good yes. as what they have, right? I mean, these are no, beautiful red. Yeah. These are beautiful. So yes. mm-hmm. before I was like, oh, you have to blanch them and then you can cook them. So why can't we just chop the tomatoes up, put them in a food processor until they're like soup and then cook the, processed tomatoes instead of chopping them up, blanching or blanching them, you know, going through that whole process, um, which is really like a process versus just blend them up, throw them in a pot and let them cook that way. Why can't we do it that way? Like just better. It's easy. It's easy. And the second way you're not getting anything. So it's okay. We can do that. It's okay. It's okay. I will do this. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. What cool. Doing? It's okay. Okay, yeah, good. It's okay. It's if okay. Ruth says so, that's the way, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. 
You can now process your tomatoes yourself, like with your food processor. But yeah, because everybody's at that point, Ruth, where you've got that last harvest. Well, depending on where you live, right? Um, that last harvest. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, no, don't, you know, you've worked on your garden. So, you know, you want to make a sauce or everything, but, you know, try and you don't need to make I think when it becomes too difficult, people won't do it, is my point. People won't. You know, it's nice to have all these tomatoes, but what are you going to do with them? Yeah. They stick to the old way. Yeah. Yeah. So you you can speed things up a little bit, and it's okay to do that so that you do it, you know, versus, you know, all day long. No one's going to play with their tomatoes all day long when you can go buy the jar. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's so, yeah. But it's good to try to try other way. Mm-hmm. Well, my idea is to slice them, roast them, and then put them in the food processor and make a sauce. You roast them with garlic. It's better. It's better. It's better. You have more nutrition. Mm. More that nutrition. sounds good. Yeah. Yes. Well, there we go, man. We've talked about pumpkin and tomatoes today. Very cool. Well, everyone, again, RuthMilstein.com, BigBlendRadio.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you for having me. Take care. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio's Cooking with Love show featuring Ruth Milstein. Keep up with Ruth and her recipes and her books at ruthmilstein.com. You can also keep up with Big Blend Radio at bigblendradio.com.